Hey, hey, hey. Happy New Year's. Hello, hello. Is this your favorite podcast with Marvin and Lila? Making love better. We are so excited that you have joined us again on today. We are excited about 2021 and Mm -hmm. what it is going to bring forth, not just in our lives, but in your life, in your marriage and relationship. Yes. So listen, if you're listening to the if you're listening to this podcast, that means that you made it over into 2021 and that is something to celebrate. Yep, because not everybody did. That is a reason to celebrate. It is, but it's also a reason too to lean in closer to the commitment to making love better showing up as a better individual in 2021 in your marriage in your relationship just in life period Mm, that's it but you have to make it you have to make love better it's just not gonna flourish by itself yeah so which means that there's usually work to be done yes you get to create you get to construct you get to build you get to sharpen your skills absolutely so listen in our podcast today we're going to start the year off with um just really discussing how to make love better and the way to make love better involves Gaining a better understanding as to who you are as a person. Oh, yes. That uh, self-evaluation is so critical when you're talking about uh, improving a couple. And it has to start with you. Absolutely. So, listen, hang tight. Um, Right after this word from our sponsor, we will be right back to dive deep into our topic for today understanding your history, understanding who you are, and how did you come to be the person that you are. All right. Hold tight. Is life being sucked out of your marriage due to poor communication, infidelity, lack of intimacy, sexual issues such as erectile dysfunction, low desire, or pornography addiction? Do you desire a better marriage? If so, Contact Dr. Lila at Make a Better Marriage. We specialize in breathing life into relationships on life support. We help couples have better communication, better intimacy, and better sex. Hey, you guys. We are back. And listen, it's amazing how when we think about relationship, um, especially those that are challenged or when we're challenged the most in our relationship, it's so easy to cast blame on Mm. our significant other. It's so easy to point the finger Mm -hmm. at our spouse and make the suggestion that it's all them. But the truth of the matter, regardless of what's going on in the relationship, regardless as to um, how the relation status may be identified, it always gives us an opportunity to Reflect, do some self-reflection mm-hmm. and to really ask ourselves some very significant questions to get an understanding as to how we are showing up in a relationship, how our spouse may be experiencing us, and what is it that we can honestly do to be 
become a better person, irregardless as to how the other party responds. Yeah, I mean, in a relationship, it is so much easier. Well, I'm not going to say easier, but we find couples so many times they do the blame game where you did this and I did this and pointing fingers. The blame game is not going to work. You have to do a self-evaluation and you have to start with yourself because once you understand yourself, which is a Bible verse, and all you're getting, get what? Understanding. Get a understanding. Get a understanding of yourself. Why do I do this? Why do I fall off the ham? Why do I say what I say? Why do I do what I do? Get that type of understanding. And when you gather that type of understanding, it will not only serve you well, it will serve the relationship well. And I always like to add, too, that it will serve your family well, your community well, the nation, and, you know, for generations to come. Because when we know the truth, The truth liberates us, right? Mm -hmm. And it also can help us to grow and to learn about our habits, our mindsets, and those things that um, have become ingrained with us. So here again, the more that you are able to understand yourself and identify your proclivities, it will give you a better opportunity to be the person that you have committed to being for your marriage. So you may ask, okay, so how do I get to know myself? And you would think that, of course, this would be something that's just ordinarily, and sometimes people do proclaim, hey, I know me. I know everything there is to know about myself, right? Mm -hmm. But I beg the difference because the truth of the matter is we all have blind spots. And what do we mean by blind spots? Just like a vehicle when you, if you notice your vehicle, you have these two side mirrors, mirrors, right? Mm. And there are certain points while you're driving and you may look at the mirror, but there are certain areas of the road that's hidden and it's concealed. Mm. They're called blind spots that they're Mm. concealed. You can't see without the aid of something else or someone else. And likewise, in our lives, we all have blind spots, and those blind spots are not revealed to us unless someone points them out to us, and unless we spend time before God, in which the Holy Spirit can shine lights on these blind spots for us, and we can be, increase our awareness. And then, too, there's sometimes where we engage in certain situations, and our responses and reaction will reveal. Things that are in us that have also escaped our awareness. Yeah. So you might think you know yourself. And then, like we said in uh, previous podcasts, that um, family history plays a important role in you evaluating yourself. Because have you ever uh, done something one time? You'd be like, man, I sound like my mom. I sound <laughs> like my dad when I say that. You'd be like, whoa. Absolutely. That's self-evaluation. It is. And let's let truth come forth, especially, again, in high-pressuring moments, moments mm-hmm. when we're under a lot of stress. And even sometimes, too, uh, I, I appreciate, you know, people who are not necessarily from 
the United States and they come over and they assimilate so well that they acquire the um, the di- dialect and they're able to lose their dialect, mm-hmm. I should say, from their native land. But man, it's, it's fascinating to watch them sometimes that when a high pressure situation comes <laughs> to play, what's in them, what's at their core yes. comes out of them, right? Mm-hmm. And likewise, what's at our core escapes us because again, we um, those things comes up in, in conversation, they come up in conflict. So it would do us well, first of all, to move into the space to get to know ourselves. Yes. So what I mean by that, um, one way we can position ourselves to learning more about ourselves is first and foremost, let's do some self-reflecting. Mm. Self-reflecting means intentionally spending time pondering your thoughts, spending time pondering your action, really asking yourself questions as you just alluded to a second ago. Well, why did I respond in the tone that I responded in? responded in why did I um just go off the handle mm. when the situation seemed so minor and minute or why is it that those strong emotions of fear and anxiety were stirred up in me when my spouse said what he said or did what she did so really self-reflection is key it yep. is of essence. That's true. But sometimes, you know, um, when you start self-reflecting, it's probably, uh, sometimes it seems easier to just try to control the other person than try to uh, correct yourself because um, some people just have a lot of stuff that they have to correct. Yeah, so it's you're right. Sometimes we may think it's easier to put your eyes and focus on the other person versus that of focusing on yourself. Sure enough, that is one of the most challenging thing that we all would have to do is actually spend time considering our actions, spend time considering how we're showing up in life and asking ourselves the question, am I representing my core values? Am I responding? Am I showing up in life? like Christ would like me to show up. We realize for us, our faith is paramount. So we do have to constantly check our actions. And you're right, it's not an easy thing. Um, And the truth of the matter is, quite frankly, it does us no good to put our efforts in trying to control our mate's Mm. action. Mm. Wow. Because the truth of the matter, we can't control anyone, right? Cannot control anyone. And we're going to uh, also talk about family history because I know um, a lot of times um, when uh, you and I get into a disagreement, I can still hear that 
Stevenson voice come out of you sometimes, <laughs> you know? So Stevenson voice being your father's voice. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. And that's the truth of the matter. At some point in time, as adults, we begin to sound like our parents, <laughs> although we try so hard to escape it, right? But here again, too, it is is just so beneficial when we do spend time thinking about those primary relationships that we have in our family of origin, you know, getting an understanding as to how our parents showed up when they had conflict, what their interaction looked like. Yeah, because I don't think I don't think that uh, couples really realize how much weight family history uh, weighs on a relationship. Oh my, it is so heavy. Yeah, because yeah. you think about our you know caregivers. Most cases, it was mom and dad, or you know very close-knit family members, aunts, uncles, those people, they were the first ones to shape our mentality. They were the ones who help us to establish our personality, Mm -hmm. beliefs, and attitudes about certain matters. So those things are still there. It's at the core of who we are. Unless you've really done a lot of work to really look at what those beliefs are and look at them and measure them against God's standard. If you're someone who's just been going through life and have never taken time to self-reflect and be introspective in your life, you're more than likely are operating I won't even say more than likely you are operating off of an imprinting of your early caregivers be it mom and dad so which simply means that Whatever beliefs mom and dad had about money, you have them too. Whatever beliefs that they had about sex, more than likely you have them too. And sometimes people would try to reject that and say, no, no, I'm totally polar opposite. No way. Well, even in that, we can see that you may have gone to the extremities, but still at the core of the thing is the imprinting of how they felt about or what they believed about those areas that you may have tried to suggest that you no longer operate from those premises. Yeah, because you might say, well, you know, my family history does not have a direct impact on me. Believe it or not, it does, because you might come from a family where couples stayed together long, or you might come from a family where couples didn't stay together so long, or you might have a lot of... uh family members in your uh, family that's single, or you might have a lot of people in your family that are not married. Yeah, so we oftentimes do what we see. So learning is more caught than taught, right? Mm-hmm. And we also realize that old habits, old patterns, they die hard. They? Yes, they do. You cannot change nature with a fork, right? Mm-hmm. It Good takes enough. the work of the Holy Spirit to take us through this process of Metamorphosis, which is transformation. And, but again, if we don't have truth at our core, it's impossible to even change because we have to, first of all, recognize what truth is, recognize how we do show up in our marriage, be it good, bad, or indifference. Yeah, because, old, like you said, old habits are so hard to change. But you, as an individual, have to make a conscious effort that say, okay, look, No matter what it takes, I'm going to be willing to change this. Yeah. So listen, so for some individuals, the work has to 
is around, you know, communicating. I want to be a better communicator, mm. not just trying to get my point across, yeah. but I want to be a better listener, right? Yeah. And so um, that that will require you get an understanding as to how you experience folks in your family line. How did they communicate? How did they express their emotions? Or maybe mm. how they did not express their emotions. Right. You know, how did they handle conflict? How did they manage their anger? And those strong emotions will help you to gain a better understanding as to how you may be showing up in your relationship with your spouse. And once you um, have evaluated yourself and evaluate your family history, then you can say, okay, you know what? This is why I do this. Mm -hmm. This is the reason why I don't do that. And taking that self-evaluation to see why you do what you do. So we're going to wrap it up. So get your takeout plate because we're going to give you some something to take away and we're going to give you four A to put in your doggy bag. Yeah, so as you think about this whole ideal of making love better involves understanding yourself better. Um, here are some things that you can take away from our time today. First of all, taking an assessment. We've stated it many mm-hmm. times. It starts with you having an understanding of yourself. Yes, definitely. And most of us, this understanding is constantly, it's ongoing, it's ever evolving. So the person that you were five years ago, listen, you're not that same person today, whether you worked or not. But here's the thing. Again, getting an understanding as to who you are, humble yourself, ask your spouse, mm-hmm. how they're experiencing you, ask them, you know, ways that they think that, you know, you areas you need to grow. Mm-hmm. Um, consider the places where you're, you know, you're blinded, you're blindsided and you, mm-hmm. you know, you don't know yourself. So you have to humble yourself and be willing to seek out truth by asking others about what they see in you. Yep. And then you have to, Acknowledge. Oh boy. Acknowledge your dysfunction. Say, okay, you know what? <laughs> it's me. It's me. It's I, I, I've done the research. It's me. And I'm gonna start with me. And once you acknowledge that, then you'll be open to trying to get help. Yes, because here's the truth of the matter, honey. We all have a level of dysfunction. Perfection doesn't exist. There's no one who have escaped being harmed by the fall of man. We Mm -hmm. all have been harmed. We all have been bruised and we all have been wounded. So our woundedness shows up in various ways. So when the sooner we're able to acknowledge it and admit it, the better opportunity we have for healing to come forth. And then we have action. So once we have done an assessment, once we have acknowledged it, you know, the next um, the next step towards transformation is action. We mm-hmm. have to put action to our words yeah. of wanting to be better. So that means creating a plan, a plan of action for change. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean... You can talk and say stuff all you want, but until you start putting that plan into action and you start moving toward that goal to, okay, getting better, then... um, It's all to no avail. 
Yeah, it's the alternate. So here's the thing. So we can start with one thing at a time because otherwise we can get overloaded and frustrated. And we want to set ourselves up to be able to make progress and recognize our progress and win. So just stay case in point. If you're someone who usually disrupts or interrupts rather your spouse when he or she is sharing their perspective, if you're someone who find it very difficult to listen and you're constantly interrupting your spouse and your spouse is getting frustrated, you can start there and say, you know Mm -hmm. what? I'm going to position myself better to listen, right? I'm going to close my mouth, open up my ears and heart and try and really just listen, Mm -hmm. right? So allowing change to take place in increments gives us the best opportunity for growth to take place. Yes. And then you have accountability. Oh, boy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And here's another place where, again, we're I mean, humility is all throughout these four A's that in each process we have to have humility. But here's a big one. Accountability means that we are reaching out for someone whom we can touch bases with Mm -hmm. and we can humbly ask them, okay, how are you? Are you seeing any change or what do you think about my response Mm -hmm. or what are you seeing or if you're seeing anything different? Because the truth of the matter, for any type of quality change to take place, we have to have accountability. Yeah, accountability means also creating a environment where the person can be honest yes. and open to say, okay, yeah. well, yeah, uh, uh, that, we're doing okay right here, but I'm still struggling with this. You know what I'm saying? A, 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 a environment where they can be honest and open. Yeah, so we want someone who, that accountability person, to be someone who have the courage to be honest, and you have deputized them. You've given them yeah. the permission to be honest um, because we realize change do not take place in a vacuum, Mm-mm. right? So In a vacuum? In a vacuum. It doesn't take place isolated. Oh, okay. So right. give me more of that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it does not. <laughs> So listen, that's it for us on today, you guys. That's it. Very first podcast of the year. We want you guys to join forces with us. And listen, go check out our new website at Mm makeabettermarriage.com. And we have a show that's going to be coming up real soon. So we're going to tell you more about this show on next week. A Better Marriage, where you can actually go and view it. Um, some of you guys, you know, are listening audience from all across the world, and you'll be able to as well click on um, this particular link where you can view our A Better Marriage show. Mm-hmm. So we look forward to coming back and sharing with you again next week. So again, don't just love, but love better. Hey, hey, that's the doctor. I know, that's the doctor <laughs> saying, right? Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'll retract that. Okay. So listen, be the best person that you were created to be. Okay, y'all come back now. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. If this podcast has been a blessing to you, go ahead, subscribe, rate, and review. And join forces with us to preserve marriages by sharing this podcast with family and friends. And remember to visit us on our website at makeabettermarriage.com.